to pull it up that way or something? Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back to Hot Tea. We're your hosts. I'm Mikey. And I'm KK. And this is Hot Tea. Oh, that's the Holy Spirit. Yes. Truly edifying arguments for the everyday real Christian walk. Okay. Uh, and before we get started, go ahead and sip, subscribe, and share with us. Become a part of our family and join us in this journey. Okay. Yes. Cousin, what are we talking about today? Today, we are discussing what about my partner now? Hey, my partner, my partner, partner let's see if you're from Atlanta, you don't know about it. <laughs> but okay, so we're going to talk about our partners and them. And for those who doesn't understand what a partner is. What about your friends? Yeah, what about your friends? Friends, be how many of us have them? Okay, that was actually a really wholesome song back in the day. Friends, how many of us have them? Friends, hey. before we go any further, let's, let's go. be friends. Yes. All right, so before we get into the today's topic, we, we got to pray. Can't be Ooh. friends. Because I'm still in love. I went brothers. Deborah, where you at, girl? Where you been? All right, so before we get started, we're going to go ahead and hop into prayer. So it's my turn, right? I think it's my turn. I don't really like the notion of taking turns. If you feel like I mean, pray, girl. <clears throat> I feel led to pray. Go ahead. All right. Well, thank you, Lord, for this wonderful day. We invite your presence here as we jump into this topic. We ask that it is fruitful and it blesses our listeners, our viewers, and ourselves. And we just give you glory, honor, and praise. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. How are we doing on sound out there? 
We good? We good on sound? All right, because my mic is micing right now. I'm probably okay. going to have to look like a a TV host. Like you just holding it? Yeah, I don't okay. know what's going on over here. Deliverance, all the way out, all the way out. All the way out. <laughs> all the way out, all the way out. Okay. So what's going on with you versus other day? Because I feel like we just be jumping straight into the topic. We don't mm-hmm. be like, hey, you know, what's going on? Because we would be standing on business. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm standing on Jesus. <laughs> yes. Shirts coming soon. Um, you right. Okay, so what's going on? Mm-hmm. Friend. <laughs> um... There was something that happened. I completely forgot what happened. I don't know. I feel like I'm on the spot. Oh, I have this new cup from my friend, Rose. Good friend. Shout out to Rose mm-hmm. for giving me a beautiful birthday gift of Barbie cups because I love Barbie and I love pink and I was really drinking out of Chick-fil-A cups very heavily. Yeah, it was given. <clears throat> Get up. But that's a really nice cup. Thank and you. it came with a straw. Anything that comes with a straw is way better. And it's a glass straw. Oh, even cuter. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me hit Rose up. I'm like, where my cup at, too? <clears throat> well, what listen, what's going on with me is, um, yeah, I am tired. But holding on. What, I've been, what I told you the other day? Tired. <laughs> holding on to God's unchanging hand. And that's okay. okay. That's okay. I actually had a thought at for what we should do for Bible study on Tuesday, but I'll tell you about oh, that later. Okay. I had a real good thought. But anywho, so now that we're all caught up, how you guys doing? Write us in the comments. Let yeah. us know what's going on with you in your life in this season of whatever's happening. Um, ooh, we would love to pray for you or, you know, be like, oh, no, he didn't in the mm-hmm. comments with you. Either with one. you. Because we friends. <laughs> friends. <laughs> <laughs> so today we're talking about, what about my partner and them? And it means... What to do when you come to Christ and your friends have not yet come to Christ or not saved, or maybe they are saved and they don't live for Jesus. Yeah. What does that look like? What does that look like? It could be a tricky transition for Mm -hmm. a season. So let's talk about when you came to Christ Mm -hmm. and your friend situation. What did that look like for you? Hmm. Let me think about that because a lot of, some of the people that I'm friends with now, we kind of had transitioned around the same time. Um, I will say that when I did start taking my walk seriously, it was a little challenging being able to like try to express to my friends that I couldn't go certain places or or I didn't have the desire to go Mm -hmm. certain places and do certain things. Um, and I can kind of tell like at times where I can not even just be around friends, but I can be around certain people that maybe I associates where they would notice that I wouldn't be into certain things and it would kind of make them uncomfortable Mm -hmm. or make them feel like they had to kind of switch up. Um, But I can't really think of any like direct encounters right now where I'm like, this is what it was like. Maybe I just can't remember. I don't know. Mm. Mm. I can tell. Go ahead. Spill your tea. Mm. Okay. So for the most part, as people know, well, those who know me, I've always been kind of square. So, like, I never smoked, never drank, you know, never did. I was just lame. So <laughs> Not lame. <laughs> I was lame. Why is that lame? <laughs> right? It's whatever I'm saying. Like, Yo, you You're lame. so lame. Right? I don't do hookah. And everybody thinks because I came to Christ that uh-huh. I do these things. I'm like, I've always been like this. Always been this way. Like, I've never been promiscuous. I've never been. <laughs> like, I wasn't delivered from this, like, outrageous lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Um, And then, like, we used to club really heavy when I was really young. When I was like an early teen, well, late teen, I guess, and um, well, mid teens, and so I got clubbing out my system by like eighteen. Yeah, I was done. So I was like, I wasn't hitting clubs, wasn't drinking, wasn't smoking, wasn't doing anything. So a lot of people think, oh, you know, that was a Christ thing. But what I did enjoy was the strip club for the wings or for the entertainment. <laughs> 
for <laughs> for the non like pressure because like you can go to a strip club and girls are naked so it's like nobody's bothering you that was bothering me like no like they, there's <laughs> naked girls go look at them talk to them oh okay like they like, were the distraction yeah okay. like nobody's really bothering you we can hang out like have a good time and i really love like this is gonna sound real ratchet but i really love throwing money like i really do like i enjoy like the way of making it rain is a f- sensation I don't want to throw no money. I, no. Want, I want my dollars. No, they're not my money. I don't throw my own money. I throw oh, other okay. okay. Money. Oh, that's stupid. Why okay. would I throw my own money? All right. Anyway, so when somebody hands you a stack of money to throw, mm-hmm. it's like, it's on top of the world. It feels like, wow, I'm just, I'm the king of the world in mm-hmm. some way. I don't know. I just love it. So I really love doing it. Um, and my friends would get mad when I go with them. I would throw money at anybody. I'll just throw money. And Bartender. I'm like, she's not even cute. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm like, everybody gets money. <laughs> <laughs> I got it to throw. <laughs> we talked about this in the car. <laughs> Stop doing that. Like, no. <laughs> so anyway, I really enjoyed that. <laughs> and so, so there's a point where we got saved and the point we got saved, saved, where we talked about this before. So when I got saved, initially, I was really on fire for God. I stopped going to the strip club. So I was like, and I hit my, my homegirl was coming to visit me. And she's like, oh, when I come, we go to the strip club. And I'm like, eh, eh, I can't even go no more. We ain't doing that. And she's <laughs> like, well, why are you acting like that? And this is before she got saved. Mm-hmm. She's like, oh, you know, um, you was just in a strip club like three months ago. I'm like, well, that was three months ago. Today's three months later. Mm-hmm. And so I was like, I'm not going to the strip club no more. And so... She was like, yeah, you being fake, yada, yada, all this you stuff. You acting different. And I was like, well, when God delivers you from Egypt, you don't go back to Egypt. <laughs> mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. just keep going to the promised land. So needless to say, I ended up going back into the world after that. Okay. And so. You felt pressured? Peer pressured? Or no, like, at that you, point, you I didn't really fail, care. She kind of like, fell off after that. Okay. She, after that conversation, we didn't talk for for months. And then we ended up clicking back when I started, like, being lukewarm. Mm-hmm. And so I was lukewarm. And, you know, going back to the strip club because, you know, it's familiar. And so it wasn't until recently I actually stopped going to the strip club because I still, I wasn't convict, convicted about it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, eh, whatever. You know, I don't mind going to the strip And I wouldn't go like all the time, but occasionally if I go to Miami, you know, I go with my crew. Yeah. I'm like, we're just sitting there, we're chilling, throw some money, keep going. Nobody's getting lap dances. It's That's what you was, like, th- you was thinking. Oh, it's not, not hurting nobody. It's not hurting nobody. Like, yeah. I just really wasn't convicted about uh-huh. it. So, um, yeah, so I would occasionally go with my friends. And then recently, like, as recently as December, mm-hmm. I went to an event and everybody was going to the strip club after. And I was like, nah. Can't even rock with y'all. Because it wasn't even that I was convicted to not go to the strip club. It's that I'm convicted to not be anywhere the spirit of the Lord is not. It's not, yeah. And so to me, I was like, listen, as much as I love throwing money, I will go in there and throw some money. But I know for a fact <laughs> the spirit of the Lord is not it's there. Not present. And I don't want to be where the spirit of the Lord is not. Mm-hmm. And the people I'm with are quote unquote believers. Oh, hot topic. Right. They didn't say anything. They were mm-hmm. like, but the one person that I was with was just in the strip club with me a couple months ago. Mm-hmm. And they like, Mikey loves the strip club. Mm. Of course Mikey's coming to the strip club. I'm like, eh, eh. not happening, actually. Rewind. I actually mm-hmm. set a bad example for you. Sorry. Mm. Shouldn't have been up in there. My bad. Yeah, my bad. 
<laughs> so, so I was like, nope, the where I'm going on my walk is not where I'm to go. There was no condemnation. There was no, oh, you got to come. It was none of that. They were like, cool, we understand. They went to the strip club. Mm-hmm. I came home. Okay. Hmm. So I guess this is a good segue. This was going to be my second point, but it could be my first point. Mm-hmm. So I think that when we're t- when you're discussing what it looks like mm-hmm. for life, the life of a believer in their friendships, mm-hmm. what you were just talking about reminds me of how eventually there's a crossroads. Yes. Um, and in scripture, it says in Amos 3, 3, can two people walk together without agreeing on the direction? And then also in... Um, <laughs> this is perfect for you in this situation because in first peter 4 4 it says of course your former friends are surprised when you no longer plunge into the flood of wild and destructive things they do so they slander you i don't know if you got slandered Ooh. not the first but, time i got slandered oh you did the first okay time, yeah, the first so, friend the second time i didn't get slandered those people yeah were fine but it's so the second time i got slandered. that's when the crossroad happens because they're confused like you right. was just with me it was three months ago it was just three months ago or you know we was just talking yeah. about the new album that dropped or for mm-hmm. so and so and we was just here we was so now you acting brand new so now they right. telling everybody oh, she's acting brand new she thinks she's she different she a jesus freak oh and then she thinks she's no better oh, that's right yeah so it's so cool how scripture is like it's like literally nothing new under the sun <laughs> like it, it, it literally says of course your former friends are surprised when you no longer plunge into the flood of wild and destructive things they do so they slander you and so i think that if you're going through that transition, like first and foremost, it's probably going to be a shock to you. You're really going to start to learn who your friends actually are. What about you? Um, because I mean, I feel like with friendships, we don't, if you're really my friend, we don't have to agree. Right. We don't, we don't have to agree. Um, we can agree to disagree. Well, I really don't like that term, but you know, I hate that term, um, but, but you we, can have a different can, opinion. You can have a different opinion a different mindset. and I can still love very much love and respect yes. you. Um, so it's interesting how, you know, that happens, but mm-hmm. also you, you have to, you have to really stand your ground because mm-hmm. when you decide to follow Christ, you can't allow nobody else's opinion to influence the, your life changing decision mm-hmm. that you just made. And I know it can be a little challenging and maybe sometimes it can even be a little bit, uh, isolating it yeah. might even become isolating um and so that's that's the beauty that's the beauty of finding biblical community too once you become to christ um, because eventually you're going to meet that crossroads where you realize hey like these these two different lifestyles we th- these things are not crossing over like yeah. we can't it's not mixing like i I do kind of remember some situations where people were like, oh, I'm in your city. What are we doing? What's the what's the clubs? I'm we're like, going to uh, worship the Lord. I can meet y'all for lunch. I don't really do nightlife <laughs> no more. So, I mean, yeah. have fun, love. Enjoy. Enjoy, <laughs> Enjoy Atlanta. Enjoy. I don't know what to tell you. Um, but I can catch y'all for lunch, brunch, daytime activities, you know, uh, mm-hmm. not even day parties. Like, I remember that was like a Ooh, thing. Like, child. don't love hit me up for no day, day parties. parties. Anything club related count Help me, me out. out i am not attending like clubs ain't even fun like to be honest like because i stopped going to clubs long before i came to jesus like I, I, are we really having fun here like is this what's going on is this enjoyable like i feel like everybody's like no offense like dead inside but I, I mean it's really not that entertaining i remember like when we thought we was doing something we was like I'm not, i don't do clubs anymore i go to lounges I'm which is done. basically a club with a couch lounges. it's a smaller room it's a smaller club with some not couches the club with the couch i'm done child it's the same thing that's hilarious <laughs> i do no, lounges now only lounges like everybody's sitting around like i can understand like like honestly maybe i should start doing that i should bring that because i want to dance mm-hmm. like i don't mind like a, like we going and we dancing and maybe this is why i love period pieces so much mm-hmm. because you actually get together in a room 
and dance. have a good time. Yeah, and have a good I time. Love, like, the, I'm not like against the 50s the good party. And the, like, like all those yeah. old movies. But these clubs, y'all just be yeah. standing around with bottles, looking stupid, and sunglasses mm-hmm. inside, dancing into dancing to crazy, blowing smoke in your Blow, face. Your weave stink after. Girl, <laughs> the weave be funky. I remember that. Like, I gotta wash my hair again. We're not having a time here. <clears throat> we're not. So okay, so we. We definitely see how eventually the crossroads is going to come. Meet me at the crossroads. I'm done. <laughs> um, but, okay, so this is where I wanted to kick it off. Okay. So, even, okay, so it said in the scriptures, you know, even Jesus hung around with sinners, right? Yes. He hung around sinners. He hung around, he hung around people that were not perfect mm-hmm. or whatever, right? And his, I think one of his most famous responses was like, basically, sick people don't need... Uh, healthy people don't need a doctor sick people do like i don't right. know if that was his exact words but you know what scripture i'm talking I know about exactly what scripture like the pharisees are trying to comfort mm-hmm. him was like why are you hang with these sinners he was like basically like i'm trying to hang out with the people who need to know like they they need life they need me in their life um <laughs> calm Girl. down sweetheart <laughs> you ain't got no daddy for your child i'm just saying i'm a single Listen. dog mother and she need a father so Yes, but I wanted to make a disclaimer about that, though. Um, so the disclaimer that I wanted to make about, and yep. I wish I would have had that scripture. Um, the, to, the, the doctor thing? Yeah. I can pull it you up. You pull it, okay. So, yeah. But I wanted to make a huge disclaimer. So, yeah, Jesus mm-hmm. hung out with people that were, like, you know, a little rough around the edges, but he did not do life with, with them. With them, yes. He hung around them, but he did not do life with them. So that's, like, the difference between an associate and an actual friend, <laughs> right <laughs> and so what i love about jesus is like he really modeled um colossians 4 5 which says live wisely among those who are not believers and make the most of every opportunity and so i feel like with the, the example that jesus set um and with this scripture when you are be when you are still friends with when you still have friends that are not believers or even some family members we are called as believers to be the example, to be ambassadors for Christ for them, right? Not to, you know, Bible beat them and not to force them to, you know, be converted to Christ, even though that's our ultimate goal because we want to spend eternity. We want them, to, we want to see them in eternity, right? But our number one goal for unbe- for unbelievers is to live wisely among them. Live well. Live well among them. And of course, you know, eventually when they see your lifestyle and they see, christ on you you know they're going to become curious and then they'll just they'll honestly start to change in their own or like we mentioned in the crossroads sometimes you drift apart sometimes friendships are for a season unfortunately Unfortunately. so the the scripture she's talking about is luke 5 31 but i'm going to start at 29 later levi held a banquet in his home with jesus as a guest of honor many of levi's fellow tax collectors and other guests also ate with them But the Pharisees and their teachers of religious law complained bitterly to Jesus' disciples. Why do you eat and drink with such scum? And Mm. Jesus answered them, healthy people don't need a doctor. Sick Sick people people do. do. I have come to call not those who think they are righteous, but those who know they are sinners Mm. and need to repent. Love it. So with that being said, I believe... And I could be wrong. Let the Holy Spirit convict you as such that bad company does corrupt good character. Mm-hmm. Right? It absolutely does. And that is scriptural. But I will say this. Sometimes you might be the only Jesus that people see. Mm-hmm. Oh, and that's um, 1 Corinthians 15, 33. Um, you might be the only Jesus that people encounter. So if your friends are not corrupting you, stay friends. Mm-hmm. don't cut them off because that's saying Jesus will cut them off because mm-hmm. you're the extension of Jesus. Mm-hmm. 
So you, what Christian means is little Christ-like one, right? So you look like Christ, you walk like Christ and Christ would never cut somebody off. What he would do is be the, the image of what that is. Mm-hmm. And if they either want to stay with you or they'll cut themselves off. Yep. Yep. So it's really, I feel like it's really Christianese to be like, why are you hanging with them? Birds and fellow flock together. Like, no, mm, mm-hmm. I might be the only Jesus, the yep. only representing representation of Christ that these people might meet. Now exactly. I will say as a new believer, it is hard Yeah, because as a new believer, you're getting your feet, right? You're mm-hmm. definitely, so it might be a way if you're, if you're not being corrupted, that's kind of the, the position that I'm taking. Yeah. If you find yourself being swayed or corrupted or put like maybe take some space right get under some tutelage become a disciple and then enter back into those friendships Mm -hmm. when you feel like you can hold your own for christ there's an interview out that's out right now with tasha k and some girl named vicky i don't know her but um i think i like i remember like she's from like a show called baddies or something like like a bad Mm -hmm. girls club derivative okay and i don't know what goes on on the show but apparently all she talks about is jesus okay and she talks about god and you can tell her relationship isn't super, you know, I don't know anything about her relationship with God. She doesn't know the word that well. Okay. But she's standing 10 toes down on it. On her relationship. On her relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. And that was a beautiful thing because the girl kept trying to challenge her. Like, well, what if I say you God? And there's, there's things that she's like, I'm not God. Mm-hmm. She's like, I can't judge you when you die. Yeah. She's like, I can't do these things. So the fact is like, she's not. She, and she, the girl asked her, she's like, have you read the whole Bible? She's like, no. She's like, well, how can you say that you believe everything in it if you ain't read the whole thing? She's like, I'm mm-hmm. doing my studies and I'm mm-hmm. learning. And she's standing on it. And yeah. I love that for her. And what is happening is that she doesn't have the word to cut that girl. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. this is what the Bible says. This is what yeah. the Bible says. Yeah. This is it. So mm-hmm. sometimes when you enter into those relationships in those fields, they'll try to cut yeah. you, mm-hmm. but you don't have your sword super sharp mm-hmm. yet. And that's okay because it yeah. takes time to sharpen your sword. It takes some time. And... So with the with the girl, she's like, well, the Bible has so many contradictions. Mm. And the girl's like, name one. The girl didn't have one. Mm. Hmm. She just wanted to jump the thing. So she's yeah. like, but the thing is like, at that point when you're a fresh believer, I'm not saying she's a fresh believer. I don't know yeah. how long she's been a believer. I'm leaving that alone. But I'm saying when you're a fresh believer, it's hard to co- not combat because you don't, Jesus already has the victory. He's already in victory's ground. Yeah. So not combat, but to be able to articulate what it is that you believe, yeah. how you believe how it, for and faith. how to contend for your faith. Yeah, and that'll come with time. And, and that comes with time. Right. So sometimes, if you're still in those friendships and they're contending, yeah, and you're just like, I just have faith, like ah, oh. mm-hmm. like yeah. it, it, it's 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 more detrimental to you because it's hurting you than you actually just walking out your walk. Mm, that's good. And you know, I, I man, you said a lot right there, and it's it's just so real, like. I remember um, there was a, there was a, okay, I don't want to say too much because you know how, like, you don't know what episode is going to get aired when, but. What, about a person or? Yeah. Let's say uh, your cousin. There was like a, okay, so there's a mutual friend of, like, me and another friend, right? You could have just said a cousin. And yeah. Just, gotta know who and it, it was kind of like, we were all kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then, like, this person, oh, like, eliminated their themselves. Yeah, I remember that story. You, you know, so it's kind of like. It's hard as a new believer, like, because like you said, like, 
you found something that gave you like you are it's almost like you're living life for the first time like yes. life has been the the blinders have been taken off you found the real thing and you want you want to share it with everybody right, and so you me. just it's like a good sale you kind of assume like everybody's gonna buy in like no if you saw how I was living before mm-hmm. and you see the changes that have been made in my life, mm-hmm. like you can't tell that, that Jesus is real. Yeah. Um, so I want you to come along this journey with me. And right. sometimes they not checking for it. They yeah. want to live their life. They want to do them, but that don't mean that you should, you, you stand your ground mm-hmm. and you just, you pray for them. Mm-hmm. And like my cousin said, listen, if they corrupting you, then that's when you have to take a break. But if they're not corrupting you, definitely let them walk it out with you. Um, like there was a sale. Versace was having a sample sale. It was so good. And what had happened was my homegirl called me because when something's really good in your life, you want to share it. Mm-hmm. So she's like, girl, they having a sale. You can get these Versace bags for like $100. And they got this, then the Versace oh, shirt. Oh, sample sale. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fake. I saw it on Instagram. Oh, no, it was real. She, she cleaned house. Mm. And so she calls me up. And she's like, girl, we got the sale going. And she's sharing the good news, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Right? Because when you have good news, you share you it. You want to share it. So if you got Jesus, you share it. So I got this good news, and she brought it to me. So excited. But she didn't know I was done spending money for the rest of the year. <laughs> so <laughs> well, I'm like, completely done. <laughs> Not so, the whole year, though. The whole year. The rest of the year. Yeah, February. <laughs> Listen, I was done three weeks ago. <laughs> Listen, no more money for the rest of the year. So, um, so she's calling me with such excitement, and I'm excited too. But I cannot receive the excitement the way she has it because mm. I know that I, I am done spend no spending money for the rest of the year. This is a good analogy. I know where you're going with this. Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, Pastor. So sometimes when you are spreading the good news mm. that you've received. Mm-hmm. Some people cannot receive it mm-hmm. in the same way that you receive it because you don't know what's going on in their background mm-hmm. or what's happening with them. But the fact is you planted the seed. Yep. And so now I know. But this is a sad story because I've now missed the sale. Mm. So now they're accountable for what they what know. They know. So and what they witness. And what again, they witness. You're a witness. I'm a witness. She showed me what she found. Mm. I saw the shoes. I saw mm-hmm. the robe. Yep. I saw the scarf. And, and that so, scarf is what I really wanted. And so they can see the fruit in your life. They see that you you are a completely different person. You still rough around the edges. The Lord's still working on you, right? But you don't do certain things anymore, and you are genuinely becoming a better person, right? Not better than them. And you so know, I better, better for yourself. Yeah, a better person. And I'm seeing the fruit of mm-hmm. this sale. And I'm choosing to be And right. I chose not to partake in it. Yeah. So at the end of the road, when the mm-hmm. sale is now over. That's it. I am now accountable, You're accountable. for what I did or did not do. I wish I would have left the rest of that scripture in there because it, it did talk about. Um, I'm going to find it again. Go but, ahead. Uh, but. No, that was powerful though. Uh, I do, I do want to find the rest of that scripture though, because uh, I kept it nice, but I left that part out. But then you didn't mention it again mm-hmm. at First Peter. Um, let me find it real quick, real quick. First Peter four and four. So I will also I will just watch. He's looking for that. Um, First Timothy four, sixteen. Keep a close watch on how you live, and on your teaching. Stay true to what is right for the sake of your own salvation and the salvation of those who hear you. Mm. Your salvation is affecting those around you. Yep. So if you cut off your partner now, they might not get saved. Mm. Not saying that God won't do it. Mm-hmm. Like God will make it happen. But 
your presence sometimes affects yeah. the atmosphere. I like to think that some, I was um, prophet. It was prophesied to me years ago. Like this is not coincidental why the Lord has placed certain friends in your life. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes the Lord is really on assignment It is for the people that he has strategically placed in your life. Right. But again, you have to, you have to discern, you know, like, is this person really, is the, am I, am I in a, in a place in my spiritual walk where I am solid enough? Well, you're solid enough. Yeah. We talked about Yeah. Yeah. But um, the rest of First Peter 4 and 4 said, I'm going to read the, the fourth and the fifth verse. It says, of course, your former friends are surprised when you no longer plunge into the flood of, of wild and destructive things they do. So they slander you. But remember that they will have to face God who stands ready to judge everyone, both the living and the dead. Amen. Um, but yeah, um, mm-hmm. last thing I wanted to mention, which I thought was pretty dope, was we're talking about friends here. And one thing my mama always raised me was like, not everybody your friend. Like, don't just That's be, don't just be loosely using that term. Okay. Even Jesus had an inner circle. Mm-hmm. And so I loved how, um, you know, in scripture, it shows you, um, in Mark 14, 32 through 34, it says, they went to the olive grove called Gethsemane and Jesus said, sit here while I go and pray. He took Peter, James, James and, and John, John with him. And he became deeply troubled and distressed. He told them, my soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. Stay here and keep watch with me. And then in Mark 5, 37, he said, uh, it said, then Jesus stopped the crowd and wouldn't let anyone go in with him except Peter, James, James and, and John. John. And so everybody not your friend. Okay. I mean, you can have a lot of friends, you know, you might be a real popular person, but who is your crew like who are you who can you depend on to pray with you to fast with you to to war with you in the spirit like to hold you down like who is going who do you really do life with like i said in the beginning jesus hung around a lot of people he had a lot of followers he had a lot of followers he was friend he was very cordial and you know he hung around many people but he Mm -hmm. he had a solid group an inner circle the inner single of people right them three and, and so I, I love how, you know, you can get to see even through scripture that there are different levels of intimacy, even in friendship. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, the one, you know, the one friend you can call and get wise counsel. Come mm-hmm. on. I'll start all that crying. <laughs> <laughs> see, I got wise counsel for my niece. Mm-hmm. You know, the friend to call who not to call. Right. <laughs> right. Because they're going to be like, girl, let's slash his tires. Like, <laughs> you're not calling. Don't call. Don't call. Don't call. Don't call. Okay? Don't call. But. Again, like we have to make sure that we are aware, like of what friendship even means, and you know, are we being friendly? Have we shown ourselves to be friendly and reliable? Ooh, One. you gotta be a friend and get a friend, okay? And then not everybody a little friend, okay? Right. So I want to say something, um, just in regards to scripture, and this as you're walking with non-believers. So it's second, First Timothy six twenty. I'm gonna just read the second half. Avoid godless, foolish discussion with those who oppose you with their so-called knowledge break that down people have worldly knowledge Mm -hmm. which isn't the wisdom of god and they will try to debate you and try to entertain foolish talk and not even just about that but godless talk and like just kind of engaging in what regular people would engage in right Mm -hmm. so for instance i'm not even going to use an example but just avoid those conversations, right? Especially around non-believers because it definitely gives them a full stronghold and a foothold to believe that you're one foot in and one foot out because they're always looking for something. Always looking for They're always looking for something. But I will always... Oh, so another one would be... Ooh, what scriptures that is? First Timothy 5, 22. I'm going to read the second half. Do not share in the sins of others. Keep yourself pure. 
So there's that part. But um, this does not apply to non-believers. Mm-hmm. If you are friends with non-believers, they are supposed to look like the world. You cannot get upset mm-hmm. with them. You cannot try to force them to become believers. You mm-hmm. have to let them go on their own path. Now, if they are believers, that's a different story. First mm-hmm. Corinthians 5, 9. When I wrote to you before, I told you, do not associate with people who indulge in sexual sin. But I wasn't talking about non-believers who indulge in sexual sin or are greedy or cheat people or worship idols. You would have to leave the world to avoid people like that. I meant you are not to associate with anyone who claims to be a believer, yet indulges in sexual sin or is greedy or worships idols or is abusive or is a drunkard or cheats people. Don't even eat with such people. It isn't my responsibility to judge outsiders, but it is certainly your responsibility to judge those inside the church who are mm-hmm. sinning. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If your friends are non-believers, stay friends. Mm-hmm. Walk the walk with them. Show them what it's like. Be the Jesus in their lives. Yeah. But if these people claim to know God, they claim to have Jesus, they claim to walk with Jesus, and the fruit of their life is the world mm. let them go i'm a good love enjoy <laughs> <laughs> man i see you part <laughs> listen i think that's just so it's so sobering i feel like this is a really good topic because i mean you as a believer we are called like roman says mm-hmm. not to not to conform to the patterns of this world and sadly some of the friends that we have want to still be up in the world okay yeah. Um, but we all have to work out our own faith with fear and trembling, right? That's another scripture. Um, but like my cousin said, be encouraged, you know, don't give up on your friends, but, but be mindful about where, where you are though in your faith. If you're not strong enough, child, you might, it might be for a season that you need to let these people go. And then right. sometimes you might not even have a choice. The Lord just be snatching people. <laughs> the Lord really does snatch people. But I will say Everybody. this, right? There's a difference between actively living in sin and being repenting. Mm-hmm. So if that person is a believer and they um they're like, listen, I'm struggling with this. Yeah. And I'm working on it. And this is I'm I'm trying to be better. I'm trying to walk better. You don't have to cut them off. But if they're like, listen, I, God know my heart. You know, we out here you, doing this. I but know God he knows, knows it, my but heart. Do you know it? <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, we all, you know, none of us fall sh- like for sure. We all fall short of the glory. Like, mm-hmm. you know, there's us. And I'm just following short right now. <laughs> you can I'm, not, I'm not trying to get back. You're not trying to. Like, <laughs> that's that's a different story. That's bad company that corrupts right. your character. It is. It so is. be yeah. weary of that. Yes. All right. So um, my aunt had just texted me a uh, scripture, actually. Romans 14, 16. Let me see. For when uh, then you will be criticized for doing something you believe is good for the kingdom of God is not in what we eat or drink, but for the living of life of goodness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. Auntie, why you send me that one? Hmm. I think it's kind of, that's the scripture that kind of talks about differences. Yeah, it not does. too far, not too far it away does. from the topic, but essentially, <coughs> um, girl, our little alarm system here. We are um, on the air, but essentially. Long story short, y'all, your partner them, if they for you, yeah. 
if they for the Lord, if they not for the Lord, you know, give them some time. Right. Except other believers. I'm going to go with just Romans 14, 1. Except other believers who are weak in faith and don't argue with them about. That's what I thought about. Yeah. About what they think is right or wrong. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, That doesn't come to what we were just talking about with those things, because those are clearly wrong and God says they're wrong. Yeah. But it's Mm -hmm. just like other things that are like you don't agree on. Why not stay friends? Like, right. Y'all don't have to agree on these things. You want to worship Saturdays. I want to worship Sundays. Mm -hmm. Okay. You want to be vegan? I don't. (laughs) Okay. I absolutely don't. (laughs) (laughs) But um, yeah. 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 Oh, long story short, don't be Bible beating your friends. Right. Okay. Don't Bible beat nobody. Don't, Bible don't beat nobody. Bible beat anybody. Nobody. Not your friends. Not, not your a stranger. Not the lady at Listen. Walmart. Do not Bible beat. I feel mm-hmm. like that is the biggest red flag. Mm-hmm. Like I do not want your God. Right. Leave me be. Right. Like the let your life be the best symbol of Jesus. Exactly. Do you walk like Jesus? Do you talk like Jesus? Do you? care for others like jesus mm-hmm. are you there for others like right. jesus that should be your bible beating beat yep. them in the beat them over the head with kindness do that with love child with love. that's all jesus did just beat it that's all he did beat that mm-hmm. like take this love ah, okay <laughs> it's kind of cozy <laughs> just get it come on in mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah all do right. that but um that's it, that's it. yeah any questions out there? oh yeah any questions comments concerns We have a question from Miss Kim, and it says, what did one do when your friend would tell you that you're judging them? Okay. What to do when a friend is telling you that you're judging them? So most times, um, non-believers or people who's, who aren't at the same, same, I don't want to say level, but same spiritual maturity maturity as you at the same time will feel judged by your lifestyle now unless they're a believer then tell them yeah i am judging you because that's my job i just read that you're supposed to judge <laughs> the believe the believers yeah you're being judged and it ain't what well, ain't looking good for you sis mm-hmm. so so number one because i feel like a lot of times we're afraid to say we're judging somebody mm-hmm. judge you should be judged as a believer I, like I, as I, my, I, as like a believer and you see me doing something mm-hmm. uh-uh i agree but i don't want to get too far top off topic but when that person is receiving that they're clearly in a in a space where they're offended because yeah. when you're when you're doing something sinful mm-hmm one sometimes you might not even know that you how far deep it's in you actually are and two mm-hmm. you're offended because how dare you point that out right that was supposed to be a secret <laughs> yeah it's the or you know it's like sometimes we we think of ourselves more highly than we actually than we are to, yeah. you know it's like oh i'm wise and i got this don't tell me that i need to do this that like, i'm bugging out right like, no yeah it's like you have to then that's where real friendship comes in do i have the space to lovingly correct you or are you going to get offensive mm-hmm. you when do i bring have those friends who you can't correct yeah, there's some people that you can't yeah, i might i might get offended when you yeah. say something you know that you point something out mm-hmm. but i know i know that it's coming from a loving place right some people might feel like this is a this is a direct attack mm-hmm. on my character Right, that's true. And so, mm-hmm. how much of a friend is this person really? You know, because 
they're just at a different point. And I feel like there's some people that you can't say. Because I had this one friend. Anytime I said something to her, I was being a hater. Mm. And I was just like, girl, I'm the least person to hate on. And I don't care. Like, <laughs> I'm just looking out for you. I don't care. I can care less. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, so there are those friends that you cannot talk to. But first, ask yourself, am I being judgmental? Mm-hmm. Number one. What's the delivery too? Like, mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying in that. Am mm-hmm. I being, am yeah. I giving it in a judgment yeah. type of way? Yeah. So let that first, always check with self. Yeah. Was this judgmental? Did this come off harsh? Let me reconsider that. Now, if you've done that and you're like, you know what? No, I was just loving correction and they feel judged. It's because they feel judged themselves mm-hmm. and they're, they feel like they know what's going on. So with that being said, it's just like, listen, I'm saying this in love. And I'm seeing you go down this path and I'm letting you know it is your choice because you have free will and Mm -hmm. I cannot break your free will. You can continue, but just let you know that I see you. Mm -hmm. And just a reminder, just, you know, friendly reminder, you know, you know, heading off the narrow path path there. Yeah. You're veering off. Mm -hmm. So, and that's okay. I had a scripture for that and I can't find it. There's literally a scripture that talks about like, lovingly leading them back, back on the right yeah. path you so, know um you can snatching them from the fire real quick but yeah definitely snatching them from the fire but again that's something that's in with them if you did do it in a lovingly kind way they're feeling convicted they're feeling offended and that's for them to work out their own salvation with fear and traveling yep any other questions i have a follow-up okay look at me ah! Don't be messing up the set, Colin. (laughs) How do you lovingly correct a friend when they're dealing with a sin or going through something that you also struggle with? Mm. Excellent question. I will start by saying never, ever, ever come to them from where you are. Come to them from where you've been. Mm. So a lot of times we like to look down when we should look up. So if you struggle with stealing, right? I'm going to use this as an example. Like you over there stealing. I used to steal lip gloss from Victoria's Secret. So yeah, no. Don't convict me Victoria's Secret. That was the secret. Don't come for your reservations. I did. I did like $28 for some lip gloss. Like I'm in high school. I ain't got my daddy giving me $28 for no lip gloss. Plus the lip gloss on it came out. You have to have a lip gloss pop. I'm just kidding. I did not endorse it. (laughs) So if you're telling me that you're stealing... I have to come from that memory from I used to steal. What was it like for me to steal? Mm -hmm. Why was I stealing? Mm -hmm. So I can relate to you on that level versus me being so far removed from stealing. Mm -hmm. They're like, God, you know, that's wrong. You shouldn't be stealing. God's going to smite. Like what? I've stole. So from, from that aspect, I will always say start from where you were, not where you are when speaking to others. So Galatians 6, 1 says, dear brothers and sisters, if any, if another believer is overcome by sin, you who are godly should gently and humbly help that person back onto the right path and be careful not to fall into the same temptation yourself. Right. So with that, but there's a way you have to know your friend, number Mm -hmm. one, because like for me personally, you could just tell me anything. And I'll be okay. I don't get offended very easily by the grace of God. So you'd be like, girl, you looking like a harlot. I'm like, oh, dang, again. <laughs> not again. <laughs> like, not like you're again. not going to hurt me. Uh-huh. But if I say that to someone else, 
you judge me why you say that about me like that's you have to know how your friend is going to take it now i know this one doesn't take correction very easily Mm -hmm. you have to come at her a certain way and you have to have your facts (laughs) i played the fifth so that's a you have to know your person that's the one thing and i still might get offended but i don't think about it she'll think about it she'll be okay (laughs) (laughs) but you have to know who you're talking to and how you're dealing with them Mm -hmm. so that's just the personal tailoring to who you're speaking and then you might have some friends who just never take your wise counsel they got to learn the experience route that then that's their own like girl don't marry this third man i'm like I love him. Okay, I'll see well, you at the wedding. All right. Then at the divorce party. I told you, but I'm still here. <laughs> <laughs> Any other questions, comments, concerns? Studio audience, the chat is open. If you do have any questions, comments, or concerns, I don't think I put that in. Let y'all know that. Anytime. The doors of the church are open. <laughs> Good one, Colin. Anything else? Going once. Going twice. All right. Thank you for tuning in to Haunting. What's up, Simone? You got another question? Oh, oh okay. Okay. Gang okay, signs. Get your, get your scripture. I'm getting sis. it together. Say your exit while I get my scripture. I don't got the exit. You're the you exit. You say goodbye to everybody. You're the benediction. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you sip, subscribe, and share. Share with everybody that you know. Everybody you don't know. If you meet somebody on the street, share, share with, with your them friends, too. your non-friends, your partners and them. Your partners and them. Your baby daddy, your sister baby daddy, Everybody. your cousin, your cousin baby daddy. And Everybody. <laughs> your grandma, your grandma baby daddy. I'm just playing. Oh, dang. <laughs> your grandma got a baby daddy? My grandma got a baby daddy. <laughs> <laughs> you share with your dog, your dog baby right. daddy. Um, and if you do want to be my dog baby daddy, go ahead and leave a comment. I'm just I'm screaming. She's going to So thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you next week. And may the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Take me to the king. I want some onion rings. (laughs) All right, let's flick it up and change it up. Flip it, dip it, shake it. Nice, nice. Get your pawns in instead of our arrow. I forgot about that. Thank you.